0: and welcome to another episode of the Awaken the Awesome Podcast, episode 29, as uh, this uh, episode was actually previously recorded live via Instagram Live Stories on April 2nd, 2018. Uh, This is basically the audio version of uh, an Instagram Live live Q&A that I did, a quick session, spontaneous, I must say, on the evening of uh, April 2nd, and I checked in uh, with uh, some of my followers uh, and some of you fine people who uh, tune in uh, regularly and follow the podcast. This is basically me uh, talking uh, to the viewers and the followers and everybody who checked in. So there will be uh, some moments where you'll find me actually uh, responding automatically as I'm actually covering two subjects, namely... um uh, one subject actually being bullying, and another subject being actually um, professional anxiety and fear, anxiety and doubt, and how to deal with those uh, those moments of uh, you know physical and emotional instability that you might be going through. So it's a very spontaneous exchange. Uh, it's just basically me. Uh, so uh, you will again apologize for these interjections while you see me replying that to some followers actually as the comments uh, we're actually scrolling through. Uh, but it's definitely the type of exchange that I would want to share, as it's always. Uh, me and myself, putting myself out there and hoping uh, that we can connect and uh, I can impact you uh, through my own experiences and my stories and uh, my personal musings. Uh, so uh, without further ado, let's get into it. Episode 29, Awaken the Awesome. Let's do this. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another fun-filled live Q&A of the Awaken the Awesome podcast. i um, hoping everybody's fine. Um, I don't have... The I um, don't have my customary coffee tonight. Tonight we wine, um, because I didn't have time to make the coffee. Because you know we was just running some late night errands. I just got home. Just got put uh, the minions to bed. Hey, good evening, JC Boiron. Salute to you, my friend. I'm sorry, I'm going to try not to be too wind up around tonight. I just want to thank everyone who um was so cool and kind uh, to actually send me some really fun. And really heartwarming feedback regarding um, last recording, which was a lot of uh, which was a lot of fun. It was really uh, unexpected and uh, really candid on my part. Um, so I really want to say a shout out and thank you to everyone who joined in last time because it was really a lot of fun. First experience. Um, but you know, a lot of you guys actually off the air actually, you know, wrote in and saying like, you know, you should do more and should actually check in most of the time to time, let us know and definitely we'll be happy to check in. So it's really nice, you know, to connect with you guys and, uh, you know, just to get some good positive feedback. So that's always fun. Uh, also, also I want to check, uh, also send a special thanks to everyone who also like, you know, uh, is you know, still giving me a lot of encouragement in terms of, you know, talking about the podcast and talking about everything that we're trying to do, everything we're trying to promote and everybody we're trying to connect with. So it's always a lot of fun. So, um, so that was my little day, you know, little moment of gratitude because I believe that every single day you read that a lot because it's a daily exercise, right? We're so quick to accumulate and highlight the negatives and the toxicity and that you know that permeates twenty four hours in a day. You never take two seconds, no matter how cheesy it sounds, to acknowledge what you should be grateful for, whether it's just like you know, running water, whether it's just, you know, just you know, being able to wear, you know, uh just a piece of clothing to keep you warm, you know, food or, you know, wine. Hey, Dodre, hey, how are you, Mr Andre? Good evening to you, my friend. Thanks for joining in wave back to you as well how do you do this wave thing anyway is that no I'm sorry it's like pff, whatever I'm not trying let me just not try to join hey Mr Chris Martin is here salute 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 so it was really important to actually, you know, just to be grateful um, to every day, just grateful to be alive, you know, grateful for your significant other, grateful for your friends, uh, grateful for, you know, opportunities, grateful to be alive because, you know, everybody and everyone, it's not always given that every day is a gift. And, you know, I keep, you know, being long-winded about this, but, you know, for me personally, uh, this year even though we're just in April 2018, has been a lot about acceptance and accepting the now, accepting where you are, accepting, you know, where you've been, accepting the truth, accepting the good and the, and the lesser, and uh, not being defined by anything, but always looking forward and always trying to be, you know, as always. Dodge is here. Mr. Jalominic André, salut, salute, salut, salute. Thank you guys for joining in. So um yeah it's for me it's been personally a a, a really good uh, solid um awakening oh man shameless plug um, about seriously just trying to be grateful uh for what you have and uh you know just not looking at what you want as a disappointment or a goal you know that is so far off that it'll never happen but always be grateful for what you have because every single little piece of your journey is definitely something worthwhile And, um, I didn't really know what I wanted to talk about, uh, tonight, and I really hesitated with a lot of subjects, but there's one particularly that I thought, like, you know what, when you listen to the universe, you know what, just launch into it and basically see where the chips fall. Um, it could be a little bit upsetting or uncomfortable for some people, so just understand that this comes from a personal place, and really huge disclaimer, because this is very important. Really huge disclaimer. I am not a um mental health specialist i am not a therapist i am not a uh, medical professional in any way i am just one normal guy who's speaking about his own personal circumstances and his own personal experiences and hoping that through my story and through my sharing my own experience that i can connect or impact or influence you in a positive way and help you understand that we're all in this together as i always say and you know what uh, we're always always here either with a kind word or a smile or in any which way we can to lend a helping hand. So what I want to talk about is, you know, something that happened to me personally last week, uh just last week. And in terms of um, because I have to I have to preface this because if you guys have seen a previous post I did on Instagram, maybe one or two days ago, I was reacting to a gentleman that was commenting on a um on a blog post that uh, i was reading about on uh, art of man art I'm, ugh, art of manliness.com it's a podcast i follow about you know about uh, being a man and you know the entire i entire identity of a man i can't explain it but it's definitely if you're a guy you should definitely check it out it's one of my favorite you know content you know generating uh blogs and podcasts i listen to but they were sharing a series of a well-researched uh, uh series, blog series, about m- men and depression and mental health. And this gentleman commented on the blog post just by saying, Steps to curing depression. Step one, stop being depressed. Boom. Done. And as I said in my uh, Instagram post, it's something that... Oh, hi, Danny. And as I said in my Instagram post, it was... um I definitely think that... These are the kind of condescending comments that even said lightly and with total disconnect totally translate why mental health in men is so often misdiagnosed and grossly um, underestimated in terms of their impact and in terms of their relevance right now. And um, all this coming back to my story, what happened to me last week, it was something very uh, revealing for me. I was at work. And it was just one of those days where you feel like you're in the twilight zone. Everything is going wrong at every single second and it's just not stopping and it's just not letting up. Whether it's a client, whether it's a colleague, whether it's whatever. I'm not going to get into it, into the details because it doesn't matter. Uh, What I'm trying to get to is my reaction because they often tell you that, you know, you can't control other people. You can only control your reaction. And what I was feeling at that moment was a huge load of anxiety where, you know, either I wanted to lash out at someone Either I wanted to hang up the phone or I really wanted to basically just like, you know, have a fit. And I felt like I was spinning out of control and I really felt my heart, you know, my heart weight going up. And as I was telling myself, because it's very important to have a lot of exercise and be aware of yourself in the present moment. This is not metaphysical. It is actually mental state where you have to be conscious of who you are and what you're doing and how you're feeling and it's not always easy so in that moment I knew I was not doing well and I was familiar with this feeling I kept telling myself I know how this feels I know this feeling before I've been here before so what I need to do and that's what I did I just pushed away from my desk I looked at my colleague we work in the same office and I told her you know what I need to step out I need to step out right now and I just want you to know that I'm not hey Mr. Gilles Thanks for joining in. And um, I need to step out. I need to step out right now because I'm not doing well. And this is not the best environment for me right now. You know what? I'm going to go for a walk. um, And I just want you to know I'm going to be back. I'm just going to go maybe to the local diner, get myself a coffee. I'll be right back. I just need these 10 minutes of disconnect right now. But I just want you to know I'm not not losing it. I just need to step out, you know. So, um, and she was very understanding and she's like, because we talk a lot and I share a lot about these circumstances with her. So she doesn't feel as if like, okay, I'm just spinning out of control. So it's also very important to speak these truths to people you trust, you know? And I spoke about this on a podcast telling people that, you know, You need to speak to your colleagues. You need to speak to your close loved ones because you need to let them know what are the cues, you know, people you trust. You need to have that circle of trust that you build around you to actually let people know in terms of, you know, when I'm spinning out, these are cues you need to look out for. And these are where, you know, I might need, you know, a life raft for you to throw at me just to let me know that, you know what, you're probably not in the best place right now. So I told her that, like, you know, I grabbed my keys, grabbed my coat, got in my car Went for a very, very slow drive. Uh, there's a gas station not far from our office and they have uh, coffee there. So I just like went over there, you know, t- did 10 bucks of gas, walked in, bought myself a Twix, went to the diner, bought myself a coffee. All this took about like what 15 minutes, 15 minutes. And you know what? I just sat in the car, ate my Twix, calmed down, got back in my car, went back to the office, put my coat back on, got back to her and I say thank you. Thank you for checking in. just want you to know I'm good, I'm gonna be doing this and that's good. Why I'm telling you this is because there's a lot of ba- uh, there's a lot of baggage that comes with that and for me, it was a personal victory in terms of how I understood my progression from a past life where my natural reaction would have simply been, I'm okay, I'm good. This, this is totally fine and this is okay. And you know what? I'll just get over it, which is the natural reaction of not just men, but most people. So it's very, very important because most people don't understand that, you know, mental stability, mental equilibrium has a lot to do with it's, it's a physical urine, but a lot of people are not used to dealing with their feelings as, you know, as a, concern or problem I don't want to use the word problem because it's very it's very condescending in a certain way it's very um off-putting but it's very important to actually be aware of how you are and not just take it as like you know you know what it's okay I'll just deal with it it's okay I'll just deal with it you accumulate that over a certain time and you get the consequences that happened to me in the past life in terms of very very high level of stress very very high level of anxiety and at a certain point you just crash and that where we come to the proverbial burnout but uh, like I said in a past life, it was just like you know my natural reaction was like I'm okay, I'm good, I'm okay, I'm good. It's okay. It's uh, I'll be I'll be fine. This compiled with lack of sleep. This compiled with you know outer circumstances. This compiled with a heavy, very heavy workload, and me not acknowledging that you know I might need this particular moment of disconnect. To allow me to perform or pursue what I need to do, whether just as an employee or as a husband or as a father. And these things permeate onto each other. You're part of a whole. You are a complete pie chart. And all these things need to be, you know, conveniently distributed. And you're only you. And you know what? You're no use to anyone if you lose it. And you're no use to anyone if you're dead. So a lot of people and a lot of guys right now in 2018 are not taking that as seriously as they should. Weekly is exactly in Exactly. A cigarette break for your head. You definitely need that. So I encourage a lot of people, and I'm very vocal about it, when you need to take a break, don't just, you know, lose it and think you need to go to an ashram for like six months. Something as simple and just like you know saying if you know you have lunch at twelve it's okay, cause I know that right now we're leave- we're living in a corporate environment or a work environment where you know, like your break is at this time, your this is at what time, and you know everything is like to the minute, right? And I've been through that. But you need to be able to take ownership of who you are and how you feel and what are your frailties and you need to be able to speak, you know, in a calm, respectful manner. If we're just talking about the work environment, you need to be able to speak in a calm, respectful manner and say, you know what, I need to step away for two seconds. I need to step away from the phone. I need to step away from the lines. I need to step away from the clients. Can you cover me for like two seconds? I'll be right back. And you need to be accountable for who you are and how you feel, you know. And this can actually translate into your personal relationships as well. At home, you know, I have two young children and, you know, and I'm never going to shy away from the fact that, you know, kids are a lot and kids, you know, often will take a lot out of you. And that sometimes there is no shame. And this also needs to be, you know, uh taken down into as a wall or as a taboo. Kids take a lot out of you. And you should not be actually um, put under the spotlight as and be shamed for, like, you know, well, you wanted to have kids or, you know, who, who sent you to have kids? No, just as much as, you know... We all choose our own responsibilities. Children are a, you know, a huge responsibility and a huge undertaking. And I love my kids every single day, but I can allowed, I find myself, and guys, this is very important. You need to be able to speak to your significant other in those moments of frailty and let them know that, you know what, right now I need you to tag me out because right now I can't, I can't, I can't deal with it. I, I can't take the noise. I can't take, you know, the, the song. I can't take the music. It's really, it's very much it's very much you know overbearing and very much un making me unstable right now and i cannot perform or i cannot be a suitable or efficient partner to you right now in this current environment or this current enterprise that we call our family and our you know our parental dynamic so it's very important to be able to be truthful about these things and there's nothing wrong with that there's nothing wrong with allowing yourself the dignity and the transparency to actually understand that you know at some points you cannot be a partner you cannot be a husband you cannot be a father you cannot be an employee and this moment in this very moment and it's very important to create yes thank you johan thank you so much balance is very important you need to be able and it's on you because you cannot seek it from someone. You can seek the help, but the action, the actionable decision to actually pause and give yourself this moment of disconnect that you need. And is going to benefit not just you, but your partner and your kids. Because it all starts from you. You are at the center of this enterprise called your family, called your friendships. You know, con- We're talking about friendships. Connections are very important. Don't isolate yourself. I made that mistake as well in a previous life where I blamed everything, everybody and everything. You know, I'm just like, I'm, I don't have time. You know, yeah, we should check in. We should go have a coffee. I don't have time. I'm too busy. Oh, we should go check in. We should go see this art show. I don't have time. Like, you know, the kids are a lot, which is true. These are very valid reasons. I'm talking from a parental standpoint, but I'm also from a human standpoint. We all have our obligations. We all have, as I like to say in Creole, shakun put you know, everybody carries their own cross. It's a, it's a little bit, you know, it's a, it's a bit, you know, violently visual, but it drives a point home in terms of, like, we all choose our responsibilities, but you should not be ashamed of them as well. But you need to seek, you know, proper support. You need to seek, you know, people who understand you, people who are willing to sit by and listen to you and give you the support and understanding and communication that you need. You cannot take this on yourself. And when some things become overbearing, it's important to share. You know, I'm doing this right now with uh, three of my closest friends right now who are we're constantly in contact and who are giving me the support, you know, either through jokes or like memes or just talking. And you need to have a very core group of people that you really connect with and give you that ongoing little pep that you need. You know, support is very important. Take care of someone. Take care of others. You can't pour from it. Oh, yeah, definitely. Thank you so much. Danny. you cannot give what you don't have you cannot give what you don't have time is energy love is energy balance is all about energy because your life you're only one being and you're only through this passing it's what i'm saying sounds very metaphysical but we bring energy into the universe and we take energy out of a particular environment so when you bring in toxicity when you bring in depression when you bring in negativity That's what you leave people with. And you don't want to be a carrier or or purveyor of negativity and sadness and depression. And all you had to do was basically disconnect. And I want to speak on that two seconds. And it sounds very, very um, off-putting or standoffish of me, but this is what I lived personally. And when I came to that chapter of understanding that nobody puts a gun in your head to go to work. You get up in the morning with the responsibility of yourself you know you choose to get up you choose to take a shower you choose to get dressed you choose to be on time you choose to put in that nine to five if you're an entrepreneur you choose to put in the grind you need to put in you know the late nights and evenings and weekends and you know social and social dynamics and everything but at the very end it's your choice every single day we choose and time you put here is time you're not putting there and you cannot Put the onus on everybody for choices that you made for yourself. Hey, Mr. Biano. Hey, got um, <laughs> CEO of uh, International Association of Moringa with us right now, and you know, be Thank you so much for being here, Biano. I appreciate it. But you cannot give what you don't have, so you can't complain about time that you didn't put in here when you made something else a priority. You don't. You cannot get everything done, but you have to be able to, yet again, there's that word, acceptance. You need to be able to accept what you choose and what you don't choose. And you need to make the best choices. And some of them you're going to have to live with. And some of them you might, you know, be a little bit disappointed with. But at the very same time, at the very end, what are the choices that you can live with that are good for you and for the well-being of those that you care about? I tell my wife this all the time. Like, right now, this is not, if this does not contribute to the well-being of my wife, And my children, you know, my core family, I will question its legitimacy in my life, whether through social gatherings, whether through movies, whether through music that we're listening, I've become kind of a snob. I'm not going to say a snob, but I've become a little bit unpleasant in that sense. But I really, truly believe that we have to remain very conscious about where and how we choose to distribute and allocate our time. This is something that's become very near and dear to me because I see my life right now as a very slow diminishing gauge and time and life and energy and health is something that, you know, I'm taking a lot of consideration in. You know, I'm trying to make the best choices, but again, I'm just one guy, you know, so it's very important to be mindful of that. So when I came to that chapter for me personally in terms of choosing What's important? Is it the job that's important or is your life important? It's very simple. When my son was born, um, I was putting in a lot of hours uh, at work. I had a, a very demanding, I had a very demanding job and career wise, it was uh, it was a very, it was a very big step for me. It was something I was really proud of. And I was putting in, you know, everything I had, but that's the thing. I was putting in everything I had. And at a certain point when my wife was pregnant and my, my son was due to be born in a couple of weeks and, um, when I was on paternity leave, uh, I, I, I guess I took maybe a three or four weeks paternity leave. I don't remember, but I think I was on my last week uh, looking into going back to work, and I had to ask myself, okay, um, this job that I'm having right that I have right now is something that demands full on commitment. You know, you can't do it half assed Nor do I want to. You should never do anything half assed Like they said, like they said in. Um, in, uh, what's, what's that show's name? Um, uh, Breaking Bad, you know, you can't do anything with half measures. I don't believe in that as all. You have to be accountable for what you put in and the amount of work that you put in. If you put in a half-fast performance, you will have, get half-assed results. So when I look down the road and look down the tunnel in terms of like, okay, what am I willing to give up, um, for this, you know, for this very promising career and everything it, it you know, potentially might bring me, I told myself, you know what? My son is more important. My wife is more important because, you know, I was, you know, not making the best decisions for my marriage. I wasn't making the best decisions, you know, as a father because my daughter was still there and my son was due to be there. So do I want to be more present for all these people that matter to me at the very least? You know, if I didn't have a career, would I still want to have my wife and kids? the The answer would definitely be yes. And that's when I picked up the phone and I called my supervisor, my boss at the time, which was an extraordinary lady and she was so nice about it. And she's like, You know what, I totally understand your values. I totally understand your reasons and these are definitely reasons that I would never want you to walk away from. Definitely. And I appreciate your candor in telling me that, you know what, you you put your family first and it's very important. And I wish you nothing but love and success. You know, and we hung up and, you know, we've parted ways, but you know, from time to time she even sent us uh baby clothes when the baby was born she sent me a card and you know she was very nice she was very nice and I still hold her in very high regard uh to this day So, you know, sometimes it's as, it's as simple as that, guys. You have to step up and be accountable for how you feel and where you are in your life right now. And you need to let people know you can't just keep it for yourself. If you're scared, say you're scared. If you're uncomfortable, say you're uncomfortable. If you need a break, say you need a break, but don't keep it for yourself thinking that for some reason you're one of many. You are you and there's nobody else like you. And that's what makes you the beautiful you, but don't think that you 're so particular and such a speck into the universe that this situation has only happened to you. You need to understand that okay, um, not to sound off pointing, but you know you 're not that special. you know people have been there before you, and people are going to go through it after you. I read this article once and that basically harkened um, experience as you know being at the gym. You look to your left, some guy can 't even do one push up you look to your right, some guy, some guy's doing push-up on his pinky finger. So you have to acknowledge how many push-ups can you do for you and aspire to know where you want to go and where you were and be accepting and loving and recognize that, you know, you are your own beautiful you. And, um, man, I, I actually went off on a tangent there. Or did I? <laughs> That's just, I'm just, I was just all over the place. But, you know, I get really... Um, Intense about uh, about these exchanges um, because it's so important to me right now that uh, m- me and you guys and everyone that might be going on this road called life understand that you know what it is important for you to keep recognizing that the choices that you make will impact, you know, the future you, and you need to make choices that, you know, the future you will be proud of. These are memes that you see, but these are truths that, you know, continue and will never change, you know. So it's really important to be accepting of that and understand that love is here and we are here to connect and we are here to lend lend each other a helping hand, you know, in both love and light, you know. So that was one story. What is is other story that I want to say? I had a lot of stuff on my mind, but, you know, it's, um... Thanks for the thumbs up. and I really appreciate it. Who else is here? Who else is here? Okay, so we've got Ray, we've got Danny, we got Dominique. Ah, long live wine. <laughs> yeah, I know, Danny, I'm making an idiot of myself. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But it was very important to the coffee... Well, we just got home, dear. I didn't have time to make the coffee. So, you know what? Long live wine. You know, we'll probably, you know, this probably will discourage the coffee sponsors. But, you know, we'll probably, you know, just have some coffee next time. But wine helps. Wine helps. Hey. But, what, um, another fun story that just got in my head, um, earlier this afternoon. I remember... Uh, when I was in high school, and this is uh, because I was having this conversation with, uh, with somebody yesterday, and it's basically about bullying. When I was in high school, and um, I don't know why or where it started, but this guy elected that I was the best target to nickname... Calibos, and if you don't, if you've seen um, Clash of the Titans, whether from the 1981 movie or the most recent movie, it's basically um, a character which was damned to be hideous, you know. And I don't remember what the character's name was—another Greek god, anyway. I'm just paraphrasing. Anyway, for since uh, okay, let's say was it the eighth grade? Yeah, since ninth grade? No, not even ninth grade. Six, seven, seven, seventh grade. Yeah, probably seventh grade, all the way through high school. Start from seventh grade all the way up. The entire school, whether promotions ahead of me, guys who were older than me, or guys who were younger than me. Somehow, some way, the entire school only knew me as Bubus or Calibus. And there were songs, there were jams, there were you know, there were you know. Um, you would walk into class and there would be like graffiti over the chalkboard with God knows what my, my, um, class notebooks, you know, would be rampage and somebody would write some stuff, some ugly stuff, you know, with drawings and stuff and thinking back at it, I think about, you gotta be very, very mean to actually dedicate your day to you know, let me see how I can attack this guy. You know, let me see how I can, you know, annoy this guy. And that is the most creative way at the time that they found, you know, just either it was Calibus or Bubus, or there was even a period where, you know, that was school. And then, and my sister will will, will confirm this, when I, when I was a kid, I used to also, when, you know, for summer camp, I used to go to tennis classes, right? So that's like two and a half months of tennis every day, Monday to Friday. And for some reason, another group of kids decided the best way to call me was Tete Melon, you know, Melonhead. Okay, so that's how they knew me. They don't know me as Olivier, but they know me as Calibus or Melonhead or Tete Melon. So growing up, I have to say it was very uncomfortable if not to say very hurtful, and every single day I had to deal with that, and that caused a lot of anxiety, that caused a lot of shyness, that caused a lot of insecurity, that caused a lot of hurt, that caused a lot of pain, because unfortunately, kids are assholes, and especially when you're evolving in a high school of guys only, because I went to an all-boys school, so again, this is the social dynamic of guys, like, you know what, you know, we, we, as they say, like, you know, we, we, we... uh, you know, we, we're just like, you know, messing with you. We're just like, we're just messing with you. We're just messing with you. We're just messing with you, you know, because that's how guys relate, right? But over time, and when you become an adult, you understand that words hurt. And this is why, yet again, I'm thinking of the excruciating feeling of just feeling so worthless and everybody attacking you is like, what's today going to be like? And what I want to get back to is how important that your social support and your circle of trust is, And I can only tip my hat off to Ray and Dominique and Junior and everybody who had a kind word to tell me like, you know what? Because, again, sometimes because we're in the same class because, you know, we're so many kids like, you know, we're in different classes. We're in the same grade, but let's just say we were divided in different groups. But the guys were always coming up to me like, dude, the more the angrier you get, the more power you give them. At some point, you need to embrace it, not embrace the fact that you're ugly, but just embrace the name until it becomes irrelevant. You know, at a certain point, it will make absolutely no sense. And they themselves will forget where it even started. And you yourself, you should not give them that power. It's easy to say. And it took a lot of time. And they were very patient with me because I was very sensitive, obviously. And, you know, the attacks were very personal. I got into a lot of fights, I got into a lot of arguments, and I felt really bad. And again, like, you know, my name is not... Don... And at some point, you know what? I took the advice, and I eventually got over it. To a point, I even made my email, and I made t-shirts for it myself. And so guy was like, yo, what is I get on So it was just like... So by the time we, we became seniors, it was my nickname. And it was fun. It was insignificant. It didn't mean anything. And also, and um I really want to speak on that. Character. Self-worth. Self-love. Value. Whoa! Exactly. i even made it a DJ name. Exactly. You know, cause, you know, when, when you're kids, you know, we try to be young entrepreneurs. So, <laughs> I even made it, an, I, I even made it, uh, my DJ handle. So, Thank you, Ray. I, I totally forgot that. You know, we're just unlocking nostalgia tonight. So, um, self-worth is very important. Self-love is very important. How you think of you. Don't ever measure yourself by someone else's expectations. Do not look at your life through someone else's glasses. Is how you see yourself. That should help you sleep at night. And how should help you get up in the morning and say, like, You know what? I'm going to attack this day by the way I want it. I'm going to make today you know, mine, and I will decide how today goes, and it is, it was very, 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 um, it was a learning curve, and that reality was different, because whether I dealt with it in high school, or I dealt with it at tennis camp, but I could still go home and get a hug from my parents, and say, like, you know what, because my parents were always very supportive in that sense, like, you know what, laugh at it. If you have to get, and my father told me, like, you know, you can laugh it off, but at a certain point, if you have to get in a fight, get in a fight. You know, I don't expect you to just lay down and die, you know, because, you know, you're allowed your own self respect. And if you have to get in a fight, get in a fight. And parents, it's also very important to give your kids the support and, you know, understanding that they need. And when your kids come to you with a problem that might seem ridiculous or just like futile, don't just brush it off, because these are very real feelings that your kids are going through. And it's important. And even more significant right now, yes, Danny, emotional intelligence is essential. You need to be able to not only educate yourself in the awareness of how you feel and how you handle your feelings, but also how to coach your children into how they deal with their emotions and how they should react. Because, and I wanted to segue into this, the reality that our children are going through right now, anybody with young children knows this this is a totally different reality i could still shelter myself after work i didn't have to worry about about facebook i didn't have to worry about online online um bullying because cyberbullying is a very real thing because anybody has a cell phone anybody can take your photo post it you know edit it any which way they want and start slandering you just like that and there's nothing you can do about it because once it's on the internet as a as a bona fide geek i know this if it's on the internet it's public it's gone and there's nothing you can do about it i don't believe the hype in, ter- in terms of you know soliciting google or facebook or their ombudsman actually to help you in this situation because they don't care because for them it's just stats it's just people just commenting and you know slandering you to their heart's content so right now you have to very, very, very. Basically, arm yourselves, guys, because we are part of the last analog generation that transition into this new awakening of. There's that word again. This new awakening of the digital world, where our kids are interacting with technology in a way that we never foreseen and will never thought possible, but they are. So it's, it's more, remember the memes when, you know, when, you know, we used to be the ones that used to teach our parents how to program the VCR? Now we genuinely have to be the parents who know how to hack, who know how to be on the forefront of this technology because the next generation is always going to be better or more uh, a more savvy, but we need to have some form of legitimate knowledge of how this technology works and how to best arm them, how to face the technology, and how to relate to each other. And I was having this conversation yesterday with um, with a friend, and about empathy and how the fact that the fact that they interact via screens via these mediums. There's a certain disconnect in the human interaction that is missing and that is causing this generation to not empathize with their fellow man the same way we would and the way we learn. Because human interaction, the nonverbal cues, is something that is very inherent to human contact. But via the screen, this device in itself does not help, despite all the 10,000 friends and the Instagrams. and Because social media, let's not kid ourselves, social media is anything but social. So... There's a lot to be concerned, but there's a lot to be thankful for as well because the information is a lot more available and the education is there as well. But again, all boiled down, it all depends on how you educate your kids and the connection that you have created with your kids. And for me personally, it was uh, very valuable because, again, I thank my friends profusely. That's why we've built on 30 years of friendship because we learn to build off each other in these moments of weakness and insecurities. But at the same time, they know how to give you you know, that extra boost and actually have your back in those moments of both strength and courage and victory as well as weakness and, and frailty. So it's... you you. you know, just passing the torch and giving your kids the same values that you got. And for me, it was a lot. um, It was, I'm very grateful to my parents for the fact that, you know, they supported me in those times because it was not easy and, you know, there's only so much a parent can do, but I learned to, you know, not give in to the naysayers and not give in to the ignorance and not give in you know, to the condescension, or the hurt, or, you know, just the attacks, because, again, some people are just ignorant, and, you know, not everybody's nice, not everybody's supposed to like you, and not everybody's supposed to, you know, give a crap about who you are, and some people are, I'm sorry, or some people are just dicks, you know, and you need to be able to wade through the sea of life, and just, like, you know, need to connect with the people that matter to you, just like, you know, you find people, so, um, yeah, um, I wanted to say that because it just ran through my mind um, earlier today, and I'm just like, you know, I thought it was be it would be a nice a nice thing to share. So uh, yeah, I'm basically uh, gonna sign off, guys. Um, I just want to thank everybody who was here tonight. Um, I really want to thank everyone uh, always for checking in. Um, you know, because I launched you know these uh, you know Instagram stories you know a little bit earlier in the day and like you know with no particular intent other than to connect with you guys to another medium um be sure to always check out uh, the, the episodes um because i keep pushing them out as well as best as possible i pushed one out this morning uh episode 28 with ben galdale a uh, close friend and uh, aspiring you know not aspiring actually working <laughs> you know production assistant screenwriter director a guy who i really respect and actually uh, his personal story about you know just following your dream and, you know, definitely, definitely, you know, pushing forward and, uh, you know, not just thinking about your dream, but actually going after your dream. And I want to spend this also a special shout out uh, to my one and only my wife, Jean, who's still, you know, supporting me uh, every which way, you know, no matter how much time, you know, this this enterprise takes away from us. But it only like, you know, just uh, makes me even more thankful to have, you know, because you always have to have somebody in your corner. Um, so I'm really, I'm really grateful for that. I'm all about gratitude. Um, on a last note, and this is me just, you know, this is your shameless plug. Remember that, uh, you can always connect with me at, uh, via email at awaken the awesome, all one word at gmail.com. And again, this is just me, uh, just asking just kindly and humbly, If you ever have time out of your busy lives and your busy days to actually just go on the iTunes and actually leave me either a star rating or a review. A lot of people will actually just go to you and say, like, you know, leave us a five star rating. No, I'm actually a lot more humble than that because I'm all about me. I definitely want you to give me the rating you think I deserve. Um, If this thing connects with you in any way. You know, just give me the rating you think I deserve. Why? I don't have access to the iTunes podcast, to the iTunes stats. I don't care about stats, but it's just one way for me to know how the podcast is doing and, you know, how, what we're doing and what, what I'm doing or not, you know, that could uh, better uh, this little journey of mine, you know? Either that or leave me a comment on Instagram or Facebook or anywhere you can connect with me. Uh, We just recently learned this morning that the podcast will be added also to the TuneIn, TuneIn the app, TuneIn.com. Just look for it on the App Store, to the TuneIn directory. So as of this morning, Awaken the Awesome is also available on TuneIn. So if you use that, the TuneIn radio app is definitely uh, a really big plus. And, you know, we're just trying to, you know, do whatever we can to actually get to that, you know, far off but who knows uh sooner than we might think uh objective of 10 million downloads so uh, uh just want to share that and uh yeah uh to mr gil to uh, dominique and all you guys supporting the podcast every which way and you know who've always had my back you know hoodies store coming soon in a not too distant future but um i can't say it enough guys thank you so much and uh with uh thanks for your time and availability I just wanted to uh, thank you guys again. And uh, for what it's worth, uh, this is not cheesy, but I do wish, you know, if to all you guys, you know, just keep following your own path towards success and love and line and awesomeness. Have a great night, and please do stay awesome. We'll talk soon. All right. Good night.